everyone. Welcome to She Podcast, the podcast, episode 406. I'm your co-host, Jessica Kupferman. With me, as always, the ever-diligent Elsie Escobar, um, who is moving our show notes around. I wonder if we could get all of the different things I've said about you in one clip. That would be funny. It would be funny. I would like to see that, just to see all the things I've said about you. I mean, I ran out of stuff pretty early on after I started this and just had to start commenting on what you were wearing, because there's only so many adjectives, although I could just make a list of a bunch more I've never used. Anyway, um, Elsie Escobar, Jessica Kufferman, that's us. We're here to talk to you today about podcasting, so let us dive into it. All right, so we're going to just start off with a couple of really lighthearted things not lighthearted, but fast. Um, one of them is actually a tech tip slash update that I just read. And I was a little bit concerned about because it kind of impacts a lot of people. This is from the Rode team. Rode, as in the people who made the Rodecaster Pro that a lot of folks use or the Rode PodMic, which a lot of podcasters use as well. We talked about last week about the Apple event that was that just happened. And there are going to be some OS updates that are coming for both iOS and uh, the Mac and whatnot. But Apple recently announced its latest major update. This is uh, Mac OS Sonoma. And it's currently in beta. So it has not been released and it will more likely be uh, rolled out very soonish here. But Something that I did not know that is 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 of concern that if anybody has an Intel Mac, okay, so Intel Mac, not an M1 Mac, not an M2 Mac, not an M3 Mac, anybody with an M in their processors on their mics, uh, excuse me, on their computers, do not have to worry about this. But anybody that does have an Intel Mac, the road team is saying for you not to update because... It means that it's not going to be able to read or it causes compatibility issues and will likely mean you cannot use your road product with your device that is running macOS Sonoma. That's big. And that That's means really big. AI micro, the NT USB plus microphone, pod mic USB, the video mic go to the video mic NTG, wireless go to the wireless me, the wireless pro and the roadcaster pro Two, and the roadcaster duo, which is a lot of stuff. <laughs> so you wound down pretty quickly there. Yeah, all so I'm just I'm, sure I'm just saying happened, that it's like a bummer. That's a bummer that that's happening. It sucks that just yeah, it sucks that it's happening and you're going to have to be wary about what's going on with uh your uh your stuff. So, yeah. sorry people. I just wanted to let you know uh about that. So, it, again, Intel Max, Intel Max only, not those people who are using M1 Max. So like I have a Mac Mini that is with a Mac uh an M1 chip. My uh MacBook Air also has the uh, Mac 1 chip, so I don't have to really worry about it, but for anybody else, I'm sorry. That sucks. Yeah. So, I guess you're going to What are they what are they going to have to do? Just I not... have no idea. I guess they're going to okay, have to either. figure it out. As soon. Good news tip. Thanks, Elsie. <laughs> you're like, you're fine. I'm here by. to keep you guys happy. Enjoy us. Yeah. Is it an Apple what? fail or a road fail? Asks Patrick. 
Um, you know what? I don't know if it's a fail. I think that there's something probably in the way that the uh, road built their apps and connectivity with some of this and what Sonoma does when it updated its the OS, you know, when Mac is 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 getting better or or more. I don't know. I mean, I don't exactly know the technical details. I'm assuming it's a both. It's a. I mean, maybe answer. it just requires one. It just requ- maybe it requires Road to just do some maintenance so that they can be compatible. some updates. They're going to probably have to rewrite some things in there, though. That is because I doubt that it's, it's an true. Apple fail because they don't give a shit what they're not compatible with. Like they don't. They could not possibly go through every update and be like, "What's this not going to make not work anymore?" Because it's an infinite amount of things. Oh yeah, they don't. They don't care about any of that stuff. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't call that a fail. I would just call that not having time to deal with everyone else's problems. <laughs> Whereas Rode, on the other hand, yeah, you know, they it, have yeah. time to deal with if, if, an Apple problem because it's a big problem for them. So, but it's not a fail. It's just they just need to update. They just need to update something. Or so hopefully they will update. And uh, that is it. I mean, that's All that's right, it that's for those news. news. The other small little thing that I wanted to bring up is, I mean, threads. You can now search in threads. Yay! Yes. I guess you weren't able to do that before? Not me. Are you using it? I am. You're still using it? I like it? threads. Yeah, I like threads. Okay. I like threads That's a lot. Good. I like threads. All right. I use it on, now I'm, I'm happy because now I can use it on the computer. I mean, that is good. Because before I had to use it You don't think it's going to be the next clubhouse, though? Just the way that everyone's like on it and then off of it? Uh, no, you know why? Because Clubhouse was not attached to a gigantic user base like Meta. True. Clubhouse was its own thing. But Threads is not really a, like, you can still post pictures and videos. Yeah. So it's not exactly, uh, like, how is it, in your opinion, what is the biggest differentiator between Threads and everything else? It's not X. Is that the only differentiating features that it's not Twitter or X or whatever. Yep. That's it. So it's exactly the so. same, but just not owned by Elon Musk. And therefore it's not X. It. It's not that it's not that place. Yeah. It has okay. a different vibe, you know, and I, I enjoy it. I have been enjoying it. I haven't been doing anything other than just enjoying being there. I think it has potential. Right. It's probably the only web, the only um, new social media platform that has the vibe that Twitter used to have that isn't having to start from absolute scratch because everything else people jump into, but it's not like, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's everybody's everywhere right now. Right. Um, Have you used blue sky? No, I don't. Never even heard of it. What is it? So, Blue Sky is it's built by some of the Twitter people, and it has some people that have invested money in it. It's got some great stuff happening for it, but it's also this problematic. Is like Mastodon. Because, you need a server or provider or some shit, right? Well, no, you actually don't. You act. You you don't. It's supposed to be built in a decentralized system. I just saw an article that I read about. Just uh, talking about blue uh, sky altogether. Uh, oh, it was on the Buffer website of all places. It was a really great. Ho- hold on, Buffer blog. I'm going to see if I can find it right now. Just because they do such a good job 
Oh, I'm going to put it in the chat there. It's a really wonderful article and I'll put it in our show notes as well. So just uh, check it out. Okay. It is, it really breaks down what blue sky is as a whole. It explains to you what blue sky is, what the differentiator is. It's got a whole bunch of screenshots in there so you can actually look in there And this author really did a breakdown of what the good, the bad, and I believe the ugly at the end, because optimally, in terms of the ugliness of it, the challenges with community-driven moderation has been really bad in there, inconsistent communications, potential for misinformation spread, lack of clarity on data policy, potential for platform fragmentation, which is true, right? I did get an invite for Blue Sky, but I just didn't, I mean, I just got my handle. I think that's about the extent of it. I don't think I've even set it up. I don't think I've logged mm-hmm. in since then. Right, um, right. It's a lot. So the, all that to say that Threads, I do feel is the one that is has the least amount of restrictions to be able to get on it, right? Because it's built into something a lot of people are already using all the time. Right. This other stuff you have to go out of your way to go find and use and and whatever. Not to get off topic, but when I just searched in Google Buffer Blue Sky, it gave me the opportunity to turn on AI search engine content so it could guess what I'm looking for. But wow. then when I when I typed it in again, it it didn't give me anything impressive. Like it didn't give me remotely what I was looking for. That's why. Oh wow. AI is just coming up everybody's behind. So anyway, that's what's going on with with that. And in threads, I haven't really, really used the search as of yet. I think that the other thing that's going to keep me from using it more would be like, I want threads to be added to places like Buffer, Agora Pulse, HubSpot, like all those places to add it as a destination so that you can add content to it from a brand mm-hmm. perspective. Because there's two places that I want the Lipson team to be more involved in. And there's no way to do it unless somebody is manually doing it. And I cannot justify asking anybody other than myself mm-hmm. to manually be logged into their devices for both threads and YouTube, which are the two places I want to take uh, advantage of the YouTube community, mm-hmm. which I think is great. Like I want to really use a little bit more doing posts in there because uh, YouTube community has like these really wonderful ways. It's kind of like a it's totally like a mini Twitter, mini, mini thing there. And threads is just you can't and you can't switch. So if I'm looking at the Lipson account, I can't switch to look at mine. So I'm either have to be lot like I have the lips and threads on my iPad and I have my personal on my phone and I, it's so annoying. That's all yeah. I have to say. I can't switch. And I hate that. That is annoying. I would use it more if we could switch accounts. Easy. Interesting. The end. Do you have anything interesting that you need to share with us today, Jessica Kufferman? You didn't add anything to the show notes, so I'm going to talk all by myself. But eventually, I would like to discuss what it was like to visit your house in person. Oh, because I've right. we have not talked about it on the show yet. And after 10 years of giggling about the way the other person lives, I think mm. it's only fair that I discuss my experience 
with visiting Elsie Escobar and staying in a corporate yurt, a glamping yurt. That's right. You did Five remember like from her that. House. So for those Your who rat. have our OG listeners, we did have a whole episode that was probably one of our funniest where we were talking about the yurt, the rat, the yat yurt, the rat yurt. Not a yat yurt, a rat yurt. <laughs> rat yurt, yurt. But yat yurt is funnier. <laughs> Cuz as usual, you've transposed them. <laughs> Yat Rurt. Uh, that is the name of this episode. Yat Rurt. Please. Yat Rurt. It's a rat yurt. It was a long time ago when Randy was still building yurts, right? And I guess I don't even remember what it was. Totally. It was that little house you now see. It's the little house that's behind where the goats are. He mm. was building that. Oh. Yes, yeah, that is a, a while ago. I guess it is. Yeah. So anyway, was, so yeah. So we don't have to talk about that now, but I would like to regale. Remember when he took it out and then he took the rat out? Like he drove the rat away. Remember that? Yes. Yes. Now I do. He had to drive it away. Where did he take it? I don't remember. Not close to our house. That's why he took it. <laughs> you think he just threw it in the in Chimney Rock River or whatever? He there? would not that throw lake? it. He would just, he probably like gently opened the up tail, the door and like sweetly moved it sweetly. out. Randy is a very, like, he just loves the animals and the insects and stuff. Like, he's just not a murderer person of any kind. I have a friend that had a rat for a pet, and they ended up having to spend $1,000 at the vet to keep it alive. And I feel like that's where I would draw the line with a between pet and vermin. $1,000? I don't think that's I would pay $1,000 to keep a rat alive. I don't care how much I enjoyed his company. That's just not gonna. It's just not gonna happen ever. They're not that. I'm sure people can love rats, but I don't care. I would not yeah. spend a thousand dollars to keep one alive. I would yeah. for a cat or a dog, maybe. Hamsters on the fence. Yeah, that's a good boundary. But anyway, all right, we can chat a little bit. Let's chat a little bit about that. All right. So as you know, or if you don't. I was emceeing a birthday party near Elsie's house and I didn't figure it out until I was like actually booking the flight that it was so close. I mean, I knew she flew out of Spartanburg and I was flying into Spartanburg. I just did not know how close it was. It was very close. So I thought, how can I waste this opportunity to see Elsie in person? So what ended up happening was I flew in two days before the party and then rented a car, which happened to be the most ridiculous rental for where I was going ever because they gave me a Dodge Charger to head up the mountain, which was dumb. I mean, it didn't really give me any hassle like while I was driving it, but like going to the year, there was some gravel roads and like a really steep incline. And I don't think a Dodge Charger is meant for that. It's meant to like piddle around on the open road, but anyway, it doesn't matter. So I'm driving and driving and driving. And I did take some video of like the mountain getting closer and closer and closer. And then me starting to like go up the mountain. And I, I mean, let's just say this. Like, I know Elsie is from the city of LA and that she does a lot of like, you know, she's done a lot of city traveling and she's done a lot of, I mean, you know, sorry, public transportation and shit like that. But I'm not from the city. I'm from a rural area. So what Elsie described to me was like, she made it sound like 
in a in a sea of trees, an oasis of a house, a small tiny house in the middle of nowhere would be, you know, like I would just have to drive until maybe I found it. But it wasn't exactly true. So like if you do live in a rural area or if you grew up near mountains, which I did, you know, you drive up mountains. Like right now I drive up a mountain to go to an orchard for apple picking. And that was similar to driving to your house. When I went to summer camp, you drive up a mountain to get to summer camp. And that was similar to driving to your house. I will say that the, you know, the signs on things were super old. Like that's the first time I think I've seen a post office with a handwritten sign that says (laughs) post office on it. Like that was surprising. <laughs> that was a shock. I haven't seen that also, maybe ever, but certainly not for a long time. I know which one you went to. So by the way, I don't know. I, I can't remember if I talked to you about this. I, I promise you'll finish your story here. But I told mm-hmm. you that I got a notification okay. and that said your package is no longer being delivered. It's being held at the post office. And then it had the address of my post office, right? And right. I was like, I need to get this because we were leaving. We were actually going to leave town the next day. And I wanted to get this stuff prior mm. to when we left. So I literally came out of whatever meeting I was in. And I was like, Randy, we have to go to the post office, which is five minutes away from my house. Yeah, it's not far. Yeah, it's right there. And so I go, we need to pick this up. It says in the on the text message... It's here at the mills. Like it, it gave the the whole thing, the area code, the whole thing in there. And I was like, okay, it's right here. So off we go. And it, I literally just got that. I walk into the post office and I said, hi, something's being held here. I got a text <laughs> from the post office. And mind you, this is true from the post office. I was in a spam thing. Yeah. And he looks at me and he goes, Today? And I said, yes. And he goes, you know that there are no post office male people who come here, right? And I was like, what? No. How would you know that, first of all? Right. And then he goes, there's no one that comes here that's a male person. You have to go to. And then he mentioned the the nearest town. And I was like, and it says this place where I am. And he goes, well, (laughs) that is not right. There's no one that comes here to drop packages off. You need to go to this one. And I was like, what? Uh... And yeah, so so all that to say the post office with the handwritten note, letter, note, whatever, is really mm-hmm. there for P.O. boxes, I guess, because they don't do anything. There's nothing else that happens in the post office. There's That's no mail so carriers. Weird. So that explains why no one's updated the sign, though. That explains yes, that a little that bit. Would, that would be it. And yes, it was at the other place. I did call them and they were like, oh, yeah, why did somebody like, right? I guess it was, den- I don't know. It was like, literally, I was talking to my neighbor that I've lived with for the past 50 years. That's how it sounded like when I talked to the other male person. They were like, yeah. oh, how so nice to meet you. And it's right here. Da, da, da. And I was like, oh, they're so cute and lovely. And they're like, yeah. well, why, why was a handwritten note on top of your package that said for us to hold it? I'm like, I don't know, but it was. How would you me. know again? <laughs> they act like you're in charge of the mail more than they are. Yes. So like they're asking you questions like you work there. It's nuts. That's nuts. Yes. So, yeah, the closer you get to our house, I would say the further along like civilized things are. But there is on the corner a gas station that looked like it probably had snacks and sodas. Is it walkable? No, there's no sidewalk. 
We have walked to it. But yes, it is a... Well, let's not say no. Let's just say it seems like it would be dangerous, but it's not because no one's up there. So you can just walk on the road and hope no one comes and you have a pretty good shot of that happening, really. You have, but the cars drive there really fast, so you will get They murdered. do. That's true. I yes, did learn and that's that why there's well. lots of little, like, you know, crosses on the road. Mm. <laughs> oh, because so. they're graves? Yes. I thought there were just a lot of, like, overly Christian people. No. Those are grave sites? Holy shit. That's really... So you have to Dark. not be close to the road. You got to move out of the road, like away from. But it is close. It's like a 10 minute walk. Anyway, go ahead. I'm glad I didn't know that when I was there. Thank you for waiting to tell me that because that's creepy kind of. So, yeah. So so she has me come to her house first because she doesn't trust me to go to the yurt on my own. I have to say I'm grateful I did that because she was able to help direct me to where this little place was that I was staying and decipher the confusing road signs because some of them have what they say they're supposed to have on it and some of them don't and then when we got there i think you were worried that i couldn't carry my luggage although i was able to do it it was hard because it was gravel i couldn't exactly yeah. roll it yes it wasn't you can't easy roll to it. roll then we couldn't find the key so i'm i am glad that you did that that was kind of nice and the yurt itself was like nicer than most places i've stayed in new york city in fact, so it was nice. definitely pl- nicer than places I've stayed in New York City, including friends' apartments. It was nice and spacious and had an enormous bathtub and a rain shower and a fridge and a sink and everything you would need. It was great. Yeah. And the bed with the big opening to look at the sky. Yes, the bed had a skylight. So when I woke up in the morning and opened my eyes, I could see the clouds moving over me. That part was so nice. I wish I had had more time to like piddle. And like hang out at the yurt because it also had a really nice porch and it was right next to like a little sitting area where you can just stare at the mountain. And the mountains there are not like any mountains I've seen here. They are, and I've never been to the Grand Canyon, so I know that I'm overstating this, but like it is much more like visiting a historic monument type place. Like the mountains are way bigger than anything I grew up near. And I mean, they were just like, they took your breath away. She took me to a little place to have lunch where you sit overlooking or the mountain, I guess, overlooks you, really. You can't overlook mm-hmm. the mountain because it's like really high up. And it was like a winery. So they had beautiful wine. and We had amazing food. And then we just sat and like stared at the mountain and people piddling around down there. So like, so not very far. I would say 20 minutes is like a beach town where they have like a little, I mean, what probably is meant to be a boardwalk, but. It has everything that a beach town would have. It has the fudgery and it has, you know, kites and it has flip-flop stands and t-shirts and all the other things. And then the beach is just, you know, a lake, which I didn't get to go in because I was curious to know if it was like the lake where I grew up, which is like mostly seaweed, or if it's like clean. What do you, what would you say? Is it I like a seaweed was, algae lake or is it like a sort of like a beach, but not... It's a little bit of both, and I'm not sure if it depends on when you go. There are There is some seaweed in it, but it's not crazy. And when you go in it, you can feel it's very sandy. So there's a lot okay. of sand in the, in the front water. part, right? And then the deeper you go into, it starts to change into like more, you know, I what I would call like what muddy or whatever. Yeah. Slimy. As you move forward. The algae probably. Yeah. And it anyway. does become, but you, but there, it's not so bad and there's not as many rocks either it's not too rocky mm. uh it is it looked cool. really nice and peaceful 
Yeah, but there's no, I think my biggest concern about that beach is what I kept telling you. I'm like, there's no cover. So if you go and it's hot, it you are, you better have some kind yeah. of umbrella or lots of something to cover yeah. your thing because it will be hot. That is every beach, by the way. There are no trees usually at the beach. You have to bring your own umbrella or rent one. That is yeah. consistent with beach this living. I will say that. Not a lot of shade at the beach, but you, you're supposed this to bring your true. own. But yeah, that part was really nice. And it was not as far. I honestly thought I would have to drive an hour just to see another human being based on what she had described. And that wasn't exactly true. But I did try to see it from her perspective, which is this is the most rural it could possibly be compared to everywhere else I've ever been. That is true for her. I would say that's true. She made it sound like if she screamed, no one would ever hear her. And I don't right. think that's true. It would it might be a while, but someone would eventually. She does have neighbors that are walkable and the goats would hear her. So that's something she had me that walk to see the goats. That was fun. I mean, and where she lives is fun. And it, it was lovely. It was so beautiful. I will say that it was the most beautiful place I think I've ever been, especially to someone's house. I know it is. It's quite beautiful. By the way, when I'm telling you like there's nothing around here, it's in that same sense that I was saying as in, you don't do the everyday things. Like if you go outside and we, if I go out and take a walk, I'm not going to be like, Hey, Hi, you know how you do yeah. that? Like when you're in your neighborhood, maybe you'll see somebody and you can kind of like give them a little nod and like, oh, it's, you know, you maybe see them more than one time in there. Yeah, um, like I have people walking their dog by my house every day that I can yeah, yeah. She does not have that. There is no, no that does not happen. stranger dog walking. No, there's none of that. This is the weirdest thing that happened to me. I stopped at a fruit stand on my way to her house on the last day. And this a is a fruit stand. stand. It's a vegetable stand that just has vegetables and prices on it, no people, and a little box. So that yeah. if you take a vegetable, you should pay for it. And this is what they suggest you pay for. It. And there was another guy there. And we were both on the honor system checking out the vegetables, whatever. And I was like, I don't have any like thing like this. He's like, where are you from? And I said, near Philly. Well, he was also from Philly. <laughs> what are the chances of that? <laughs> like, what? How? Of all the places in rural, yeah. I find someone who grew up right where I live is so random. But yeah, I ended up getting being able to like get her a few things from there just so that I could give her, I don't know, it was just fun. It was fun. Being there was fun. I would like to go back there soon. I would like to take my boys there and I would like to take Scott there because it's very peaceful and very beautiful. And actually, the one thing I thought of what I was kind of sad about is like everywhere you look is an amazing hill for sledding and you probably get no snow. Yeah, we haven't gotten too much of it, we, but we did get some for like a, a couple of years ago and the kids had a blast. It was so great because even just outside, the, you know, the picture you just sent me. Yeah, that was amazing. That's a it's where they did it. Hill. They literally mm -hmm. just went up and like they just went up. Yeah, and her down. yard. Yeah. Her yard is a perfect sledding hill. It's just that I know you don't get that. I mean, because I don't get that much snow and I'm like way further north than you. And we haven't had snow in a little, you know. Since he was young, since Isaac was like three or four, we haven't had good snow. So like, I can imagine then that's wasted on people in North Carolina, the snowy hills. But anyway, yeah. it was it's, really nice and fun. It is beautiful. Her and I do have lovely. the grocery store is there. There's a gro Did we go? Did you go to the grocery store at all? Or did you just order? I had order it delivered. Yeah. yeah you have it so you never actually went to the grocery store. I didn't go Got inside. It. No, you didn't have that the whole time that we've been friends. That's new. No, no, so no. Like it all was of a there. sudden, you had a local grocery store, right? No, 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 we did have it. It has always been there. The thing that wasn't there was the Starbucks. Mm. 
Mm, yeah, so there's now a, a Starbucks center. inside the grocery store that didn't yeah. used to be there at all. And that's another thing that I don't have is little coffee shop, local coffee shops that you could just go to and like yeah. chill out in. Like it's, there isn't really that. Even when we went to, to the restaurant and whatnot, there, yeah, there are- isn't that. But it was closed. It was 5 p.m. and it was closed. Yes, and everything, everything does close at 5. Everything does close at 5. That's at 5 the other PM, thing. It's that like, was so weird. That was weird. And the other thing is like, well, Even I don't remember beach. what day it was. It, it was, was like the, a Tuesday or a Wednesday. It was a Tuesday. That's right. It was a huge. So that's the other thing you In never know. You have to check to see what's open and what's not. Because I think when we first went in there, I'm like, oh, let's go to this Italian restaurant. Oh, it's closed. Oh, look, they have a sushi place. Oh, that's closed. Hey, look, this is it the ice cream. Closed, oh, that's closed too. <laughs> like, it was either closed or packed. Closed yeah. or packed. Every place was either closed or packed. That was so bizarre. That was really strange too because it's a beach and there was no one on the beach at 5 p.m. It was closed. On it was two, closed. Just made, that made no sense to me. I didn't understand that at all. Speaking of that grocery store, I just got my shopper's card for it yesterday in the mail. I didn't even know I signed oh, up. My God, they must have yes. signed me up so I could get a discount. <laughs> when you they did my order. Because I was up. like, why do I have my, what is Ingles? Like, it took me a minute to figure out what it was. And I was like, when have I been there? Are they, are we building one? Oh, <laughs> then I, I realized where it was in North Carolina. Because it's, I was like, where did that even come from? It was weird. Anyway. Yeah, but it, it was very, it was very nice. It's very pretty. And I did really dig that little place really you stayed pretty. in. It was, it's the perfect little sort of staycation. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Randy, I'm like, oh. That would be so fun for us to just even go there because you can rent yeah. the house, right? You can. Mm-hmm. So the yurt is for. You have cabins too. Yeah. For the yurt, I think. How many people? I know definitely you can get just two people on that two. bed, but I think that you can There's get. There's no couch really. So like, yeah, I would do yeah. two people and then a sleeping bag maybe for another one. But the cabins have an upstairs and a downstairs. You can sleep yeah. four people in there easily. And each one has its own hot tub outside, which is nice. Yeah. And it's very well kept. It's mm-hmm. very it pretty. Very and you do have access to get food in there. And it's also very reasonably priced, right, Jess? It was yeah, like... Yeah, it was like 100 something for, for yeah. a night. Yeah. It was I like I would rather very, go there than New York City any day. Yeah. That's actually a really great place to do like... Because I was thinking too, I'm like, if you want to do a little work retreat or something like that, like if I were mm. to be like, if I was writing yes. a book and I needed like yes. to write a book, I would go there, right? It's the perfect yes. little... Away place it's a to do. Oasis. Yeah, it's so cute. It was very, very nice to see it. I was really enamored by that yurt, in all honesty, because it's like I don't think I've ever seen a yurt that is that fancy. It was pretty fancy. I mean, we could totally do like a photo shoot in it. That's how fancy yeah. it was. Like I would be totally comfortable taking pictures and shots there. Yeah. Kel- uh, Patrick wants to know if you have bears. We do have bears, Patrick. They have not come directly like super close to the house. We also are very careful about food, uh, meaning we don't put any food scraps in our trash. So we are. We yes, constantly... tell them where it goes, Elsie. In the compost. Bin. Oh, and then. And no. The... And the freezer. It goes in the freezer. I couldn't give her extra ice because her freezer was full of trash. And I'm like, it's yeah. not trash. And I open it and I'm like, oh, wait, it is literal bags of trash in her freezer. She freezes the trash. That was new. Well, first of all, okay, let's break that down. You did, You know what I didn't Could take we? you out to see? 
is the what? compost. I didn't take you out to see oh, the compost. That's true. I would have liked to see that. So yeah. the so the way that I deal with trash is obviously the trash, as in like that is not living in any way, like the plastics and wrappers and just paper and things like that go in the trash. Okay, so that goes in the trash. All of that stuff goes in the trash. And then when I'm cooking, anything that is fruit or vegetable or grain goes into the compost bin. So that go I have a little like white plastic bucket thingy right on my counter and then I'll just put mm-hmm. those scraps in there. So again, that's the those are the food scraps. But if I have any cheese or any kind of dairy or any kind of meat that is left over, that goes in the freezer because mm-hmm. you can't put that in the compost bin. Number 1, number 2, I can't have that outside. It's just going to rot. And it's going to call right. animals. So we don't do that. So we put it in the freezer. And then Rand, like today, um, he's actually uh, going to town with the kids. But then tomorrow is trash day. So he has to take, that's when he takes all the trash. And sometimes it takes a little bit for him to go take the trash away. So there's no way I'm going to have that trash out there. And when he does, remember, there's been a couple of times, Jess, when you've been, when I go, wait, I have to go get the trash. Now you know what I have to do. Because when he's yes. going, I go and at that time is when I remove the stuff from the freezer because I don't put it out there unless I know he's going to the trash. Because if that de-thaws or de-thaws, right. thaws, <laughs> then it's <laughs> it's yucky. It's like stinky, bad meat, dairy yuckiness. And we oh, don't want that. I can't even think about garbage smell without gagging. That's why you put the trash in the freezer. There, not only is there no video of my visit specifically. I mean, I took some video when I was driving around, but not of us together. We even forgot to take a selfie together, which is so dumb. I took we. I have more pictures of our food than I, I do of the two of, of my us. Food too. Not why one did picture we, of the two of us together. I don't know because we were busy. We were busy chatting, busy working, busy talking to your kids. It was. We were having fun. It's okay to have fun and not take pictures. I'm okay yeah, with it. Yeah. And then when we ate, like I considered, oh, you know what? I considered taking a picture. And then remember when that big pack of girls came? That big yeah, giant Yeah, like a group. bridal party or something. Yeah. Bullshit. And I was yeah. like, I just feel weird. Like all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I want to stand. Like it seemed like we they were, were there like. with like 21 year old Taylor and Madison and Brooklyn and Caden and Kaylin yeah. and Karen. <laughs> They all had the same type of outfit, same hair, same yes. makeup. Yeah, it was weird. Like, super oh, young. Did you want to see my scar from my? Did I show you this last time? It's pretty gnarly. You did. I don't think you've shown the people. So Jess is now Can showing the it? scar. I think you, you showed last. It. It's, it's doing terrible. pretty good. I see it. Yeah. Oh, it's look hard at to that. See. I know. I like it. It's it's anyway, there. It's I like I'm it. Frankenstein. Okay. Anyway, Patrick says that his husband uh, freezes trash. Some trash. So I see I mean, that. we used to I mean, compost, but we never froze And by first. the way, Jess, and, and I guess I know that you would have been not happy to look at the top compost because it is kind of gross and your gag reflex is like amazing. Like you literally, I like I don't even know. I don't think I've ever I seen know. anybody do that. Like, gag is easily. Well, you've yeah. met my son. He's the other one. Yeah. Well, yeah. But anyway, but what's really cool is the compost bin is on the outside. We've been, so we've been living in this house for a while now, I think like almost four years in this house. Mm-hmm. And that compost bin is just 
barely hitting half full. Mm-hmm. And we've I've been putting our food scraps in there for f- almost four years. But mm-hmm. listen, and? I know that you feel like you're going to gag about that, but it's actually fruits and vegetables. And what happens? They, it doesn't smell. No, I know, but... It just disappears. It becomes dirt. Four years worth of food. Our trash is in the garage. I can't even go in there if the... <gasps> Even if the if the door is up, I have to hold my breath until I go all the way out because it's stinky. I can't even think about it without gagging. Oh, my God. Like, and that's why, you know, but the only trash that stinks is the meat and the dairy. Let's stop now, please. I can't. Oh, my God. Look at Jess. It's like, I seriously can't. I don't have a trash can to throw up in. Oh I'd have my to throw God. up in my coffee and Literally. I don't want to, So could we not? I don't even right. understand. You would never it's be so able great. to be a good gardener. I actually want to be a gardener. You're right. Yeah, but you would be they throwing up all over your plants. Because of what? Worms? Yes. I don't mind worms. They don't smell. It's the well, smell of trash that hurts me. Okay, but that's the smell of your trash. Because I'm telling you that compost bin does not smell. Okay, I believe you. It's just regular sure right. stuff. Because you would <laughs> think so. You Because all you, anyway, you would think so, but it doesn't. And that's the point. It's great and then i sit there and i like move it around and it just decomposes in a good way it destructs all on its own and becomes the earth la 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 says patrick (laughs) right because it's gross so i'm not the only person who gags at the thought of four years worth of trash and it's not it's food scraps should i have just said that food scraps it's food scraps it's Fruits and vegetables. It's fruits and vegetables. It's not better. When I, it's not better. I, it's fruits. And I vegetables. went to my mom's house when she was sick with cancer. She couldn't clean her house, and um, I it's opened not a the cabinet. Bin. I opened the cabinet underneath the sink and smelled potatoes that had been that. infested with maggots. I know. I remember that, and you had a hard time. And like, it. I couldn't clean it because that's how disgusting it. It was. Well, I that's know, somebody a different even left. thing. It's somebody not- stopped listening. We have one less listener now because of this conversation. I think. Well, we've yeah. already talked about this story. In fact, we had to give an explicit tag when you said, well, "Oh no!" It was when I was talking about my experience, which we're not going to talk mm. about now. Somebody can listen to our back catalog oh, yeah. to listen no. to that one experience. No, please, but we're not going to talk about that anymore because that was no maggot no. talk. No, we're no. not going to talk no, about no, that. No, 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 no. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. So we're going to close out the show today by talking about... You want to talk about Coop? Yeah. What? What I said, you want to talk about Coop? Coop. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about Coop. We're going to talk about Alex Cooper, who I've been talking about and reporting for years now. And I'm just going to put this stuff in here because she's been getting a lot of coverage. And the thing is, we were off from recording when this happened with Alex, which is that she and her fiance have launched a new network called the Unwell Network, where she is going to be creating content for Gen Z folks, essentially getting her personal clones, if you will, people who are appealing to the same demographic as she appeals, talking to the same people. I thought that was mm-hmm. so smart because I think the the issue that I started to see with Alexandra, Alex Cooper, is that when she started podcasting, she was 27-ish around that, mm-hmm. 26, 27. And when you're 20, you know, 26, 27, she was like partying in New York and talking about just like partying and sex and that's it. 
Yeah. And now she's not that. She's a millionaire. She is right. Has a fiance. She is a lot more mature. She's gone through years and years worth of therapy. She is quite amazingly m- much more mature. There's so much that has happened with her as a whole. She's grown so much. You cannot be talking about the same stuff you were talking about when you're like 26. I mean, yeah, she's like 32 now, but that's the same thing as us too. Like we don't talk about the same shit we talked about 10 years ago either. Right, exactly. And But she has built in this huge following. So she was very smart. She got just the younger versions of her <laughs> to yeah. do a couple shows. So she, that's kind of amazing. And I'm just like, wow, yeah. all right. Um, So she started to do that stuff, number one, and she is going to be launching season four coming up. They've done a whole rebrand. I really kind of dig what they've done in terms of the Call Her Daddy rebrand as a whole. It's now Mm -hmm. red and it looks great. Her artwork is looking on point. I'm really digging what she's doing and she's really following in on getting some big name guests, like some Mm -hmm. biggies. And now she's kind of part of the PR loop. Like that's a place you want to go now. You want to go on to on call her daddy for a very specific conversation. And that's kind of like the PR for movies and conversations around projects and things like that, which is really great. It's on the list, like going on The Tonight Show now, which is cool. Yeah, she totally is, which is really great. Mm -hmm. And then she's also doing a lot of one-on-one kind of stuff, as in like with the whole mental health conversation. She's still really leaning into that, which I think is incredibly helpful to a lot of people. She's doing a lot Mm -hmm. more video content, which she is directing and making sure that, you know, she knows how to put something together. She's now just not as hands-on as she's been in the past in, in terms of creating her podcast. Obviously, she has a team. There's a mm-hmm. studio that they're going to be going into. So she's really grown a lot and is expanding a lot. So I'm I'm proud of her to do or for doing that. I think that um, I miss parts of that middle call her daddy phase. Like I'm, I miss... I, I never struggle phase a little her. bit. I'm sorry. A little bit of like the struggle phase where she's coming up and coming, but not quite. Yeah. And it wasn't struggle as in like she didn't make it. I think it was because I really I appreciated her having the non A list conversations with some sort of B list or people you didn't really know too well conversations around dating sex and mental health Mm -hmm. and now because she is in the pr kind of like the tonight show kind of a loop there for that for those big stars when you're dealing with bigger stars you don't have the ability to be as candid about conversations anymore like there's a lot more what you will or will not say. There's a lot more thoughtfulness in terms of what questions you're going to ask. And she still asks questions that other people don't. That's a choice, don't. though. No, she still does ask questions that other people don't. But here's the thing, and this is the fine line, Jess. She is putting it out there as a safe space for these A-listers to go to and If you're going to be a safe space, you have to respect the star's boundaries and not go over the line. Because if that gets out, 
to other people, she's not going to be able to book those guests. They're not going to want to come on. Right. That's true. It'll be too controversial. I mean, that's true. Um, It's something to think about. Like, I feel like I went through that phase. I'm coming out of it where like I was begging for sponsors. Therefore, I couldn't say what I wanted to say about people that I wanted to say about. And if I'm not doing that, I can be free to say and do whatever I want, which is better. Right. So that's probably what's happening with her, too, is that like once once you're afraid of pissing people off, you no longer can be truly authentic. That said, I'd rather have $30 million. So you I think you can be scrappy without hurting people's feelings and being I don't want to say politically correct. But, you know, she just has to be less of an asshole. But I think it's a good thing for her. That's all. Yeah. And she's never really actually been an asshole. No, she's never been an asshole. But you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. You can afford controversy when you're younger. And, you know, they cover everything that she has in there. The media covers whenever she has a guest in there and they will report on it. And it's like, oh, my God. Like she had Gwyneth Paltrow on and she asked who was better, Ben Mm -hmm. or Brad? She asked that question. And what did she say? You have to go watch. Just tell me the answer. The Gwyneth answer was very like, she said something like technically, I I forgot. She said somebody was technically better, but like overall. I'm going to Google it. Hold on. Who is better? From Gwyneth Paltrow, like on Call Her Daddy. She's got a, there's a quote. I'm telling you there's a quote. I don't want to not quote it properly, but I was just like, can you imagine being able to ask that question to Gwyneth Paltrow? Like who was better? This was just back in May. It looks like. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, it was written about a scary mommy. Oh, you have to watch it. She said both were good kissers. I don't like guys who are looking in the mirror all the time. Neither of them are high maintenance. Brad was sort of like major chemistry, love of your life kind. Ben was technically excellent. That's what it is. That's what she said. That's what she said. She goes, yeah. (laughs) That's very interesting. That's very interesting. So Brad did not have... The skill, the technicality. No, no, no. She said they were both lovely. I know. But like, engineering is important. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Technically excellent. Well, see, also, but here's the other thing. It's like, what does that mean? Technically as in like, technically as in he read the manual and knows how to work the machinery. That's what I think. There you go. That's what I got. That's what I got out of it. Technical means like, like they have, yeah, they have like engineering skills. Whereas love of your life is more like your whole head and heart is swept away. So the technical right. Look part at this. is like, uh, he caught important. me. He caught me at this. Oh my God. They all see now. Listen, the reason I'm smiling too is because those guys were hot during our time being younger. Whereas right now we wouldn't be giggling over like, what's his name? The one that like is dating Kaylee. Kylie Jenner right now. What's his name? I can't even say his name. The Dune dude, mm. the dude from Dune. He's got that name that I, I can never remember. remember. I just saw him. I just saw this article and I can't remember his and name. And he looks like a little right. baby rat. I don't like, giggle over Timothy Chalamet. That's it. Is that that's who you're it. talking about? Yes. yes. Like, I'm not going to be like, ooh, dude. Like, I'm just like. He's almost not a dude. He's very pretty. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with being pretty, because yeah. both because Brad Pitt was also very pretty. Yes, but he, but he had was like a ruggedness so to him, like, like mass. He was rugged. Yeah, yeah. Rugged. Timothy is more like almost like making out with your sister. I would imagine. You know. Well, I don't think that that's it, but it's like more like you know what? Sorry, like no, he's also yeah. too young. He's very young. So anyway, it's not so ideal. Brad and Ben for sure 
are both they were hot like i mean you you know what i mean you you're like yes. right when we yeah we're old now and they are old we and are. they are also not too bad looking still they're nice no looking. they're great they've just lived their no. lives and there we now know how much of assholes both of them are so that also lessens the hotness vibe yeah i mean i'm pretty attracted to dudes our age still like Me if too. i look up like actors that are in late 40s like leonardo is my age leonardo dicaprio is my age i don't have any kind of ryan gosling killian age. murphy ryan um ryan reynolds john cena jason momoa He's actually a little younger. He's too young for us. Chris Pratt is like, they're 79. I mean, I guess it's Or Harrison passable. Ford. That's right. Harrison Ford's still looking pretty. You know who no, I really think old. is like hot is Sting. I think Sting's still super hot. Too old. I cannot date dudes that are the same age as my dad. That's the only is problem. Sting the same age as your dad? I don't know. But if they were adults when I was a kid, I can't do it. Like, like Harrison Ford was Han Solo and I was 10. That's off limits for me. It's 20 year uh... difference. I can't do that. My dad's only 25 years older than me. So those are daddy's age. Oh. You know, like my dad was young dad. So like anyone his age is like, what's his name? Sean Connery? No. Wait, Sting, yeah. Not well, Sean really. Also, what's with, what's his Mick name? Jagger, you know, no. Those other two, like De Niro and what's his name? The other one? Like the, how do they Niro, have just it, kids? What? They literally just had a kid. De Niro and what's the other guy? The one that's Scarface guy. Al Pacino just had a kid. Yes, yes both of them just of. had That's kids. Terrible. Michael Douglas has twelve years old, uh, twelve year olds, which means he was like sixty when he had them. And I just, That's right. I, Al Pacino. I mean, how old is I that? Know dude? That like in their eighties. Eighty. They're both eighty. They have to be eighty. That ain't it's right. Like I mean, my dad cray is cray. a little younger than eighty. That's not okay with me. I don't know why we're still talking about this. Okay. Okay. Um, enough. I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs> We got distracted. I'm very sorry. Brad and Ben distracted us. <laughs> yeah. And as they always will. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I think we're done. This has been, yeah, we are going to wrap up now. Thank you for being here with us, though, to talk to us about this. If you have some opinions about what people under the age of 30 you'd be interested in sleeping with, please give us a shout. Feedback at <laughs> shepodcast.com. I currently don't have anyone on that list. I don't think. I have none either. I don't think. Under 30 is maybe hard. Maybe let's say under. Well, let's just never mind. I'll stop under talking now. 30. Okay. Yeah, because like there's some models that are under 30 that wouldn't hurt my feelings if they showed me some attention. I but just like couldn't. My... They're too. That's too young. Under 40. Okay. 40 and under. Anyway. No, yeah. My like, do- how about 40 and up? Not an under because 40, yeah, 40 and under and could up, be not under. 17. That's true. I can't. My. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you, Cheryl. My son is 25. So like between 25 <laughs> and 40. I can't date someone as old as my kid. Yeah, no. I mean, I could, but I wouldn't. I often forget that I'm old, though. That's part of the problem is like, so I saw a meme recently that said Gen X is the only ones. um, We're the only generation that was 30 when we're 12. And now that we're 50, we're still 30. That's very true for me. Like, I Mm. felt I feel equally as mature and responsible now as I did as a 13 year old. and, And I mean, for better or for worse. I don't really still feel like an adult, but also I know I'm not a kid. So yeah, 25 is off limits because it's the same age as my kid. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, okay. So so anyway, uh, to see today's show notes, please go to shepodcast.com. <laughs> also, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and 
probably anywhere else. Pinterest, I think, at She Podcasts. I'd love to hear all the celebrities you have a crush on. So again, send that to feedback at ShePodcasts.com. Otherwise, we will see you next time. Thank you so much for being with us. We love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>